0: Hey friends, Lindsay here. Quick trigger warning before we get this episode started: uh, we are going to touch on suicide, self harm, and some other sensitive subjects surrounding mental health. If that is something that triggers you, please feel free to skip this episode and catch us next time. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the episode. All right, everyone, welcome back to Learning Through Laughter,
1: where learning is not required, but laughter is.
0: Because laughter's fun, right? Laughter's fun. It's fun um yeah so we made it successfully to and from montana last week
1: did it was so fun it was so good to see our friend angie it was angie, did you have fun Mel? i did it was the perfect getaway um it was so nice to see angie and um sleep just sleep and
0: yeah. yeah mel had a lot of uh well, she works nighttime, so she needed to catch up on, like, 47 hours of sleeping.
1: Yeah, and so, I did,
0: I would say. And I don't sleep, so.
1: Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: we were supposed to record a couple podcasts with Angie, and that did not we,
0: happen. We were, you guys, and, <laughs> you know, we were just having such a good time relaxing that we just didn't want to push it, I guess. Like, yeah. we didn't want to be like okay we have something to do now yeah. we've got to do this and if we don't get it done it's gonna be awful
1: yeah so sorry about the empty promises but we do have a very exciting guest today literally
0: the most exciting guest like i know we're gonna have more guests on in the future but this particular guest is the one i'm most excited me too,
1: about. Me too. and i'm really happy that she's our first guest star it's so exciting so everyone welcome izzy izzy Hello. hi
2: Hello.
0: Very happy to be here.
1: It's super exciting.
2: Yeah, we've uh, known
0: Izzy forever. Her and her and little Melanie yeah. went to the skew house together.
1: Did, we? Did we? Uh, we met in middle school. Um, <laughs> I <wish> I <laughs> we
3: grew up <laughs>
0: together. We grew up together. Our,
1: um, our roots on the way home from uh, our middle school were similar <laughs> and. I was, she walked home and I walked home sometimes and I was walking home one day and uh, she thought I was following her. I thought you were
0: following me. (laughs) Oh, I was very confused. Stalker. the
1: weird
2: girl is following me, even though I was a
0: weird girl. No. No. No, 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 no. You were both the weird, the weird girl, girls, which is why <laughs> the spark was there. Exactly,
1: right? exactly. The rest but is yeah, yeah, I mean, we just we hung out all the time. We had classes together. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. And
0: That's when fun. I came around, this is the best friend Melanie was talking about who was there the night that she discovered that her mom and I were together.
2: Yes, yes. I was and there for that.
0: She, uh, yeah. So she got to go through that whole thing with Melanie which is great cuz I don't think if she was fun. there <laughs> it would have been way different I, I think so too. so I'm I really I'm interrupt. really glad
2: you were
1: there yeah, yeah. Me too it yeah. was
2: really nice to be a part of it honestly just yeah. like looking at how far we've all come from yeah that
1: yeah so exciting so exciting so our topic today is all things mental health um i mean
0: really this week
1: <laughs> yeah this week we're going to we yeah this week is going to be mental health um and we're going to dive into to it a little bit more on why we have Izzy on this podcast for this particular uh, topic. But yes,
0: I well. wanted
1: to start.
0: Melanie has some weird super secret thing that she wants to do she hasn't told me about.
1: Oh, yes, we don't know about We're
0: this. doing some sort of like, what is it, like an icebreaker activity or...
1: Like, we don't know each other. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, like, a cool, like, psychology thing. And, cool. and if it doesn't Aww work, you. if it doesn't work, I'm going to be so upset. But right. I just wanted to say that I saw this on um, Sarah Otera's TikTok. So Sarah I wanted,
0: Otera Shout out yeah, to Sarah Otera. I
1: wanted to give that a Give, yeah, cred a give where credit where creds Um, I kind of, in a way, want to have, like, one of you go into a Room so I can say you're not doing B. it together. Oh, okay. How Wait, but you take? can't listen. Go in my bathroom.
0: Okay, but how long does it take? Like when should I come in? are you gonna who like an owl when I should come back? Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> like an owl. Okay, all right. <clears throat> how many legs does a horse have? Four. What is two plus two?
2: Also four.
1: What is two plus seven?
2: Oh god. Nine?
1: What do cows drink? Uh water. <laughs>
2: <Dang it. laughs>
1: Uh, you said supposed to milk. Yeah, okay, good, because you were supposed to say milk. I was supposed to, okay. Okay. Hoo-hoo! Hoo-hoo! Hoo! Hoo-dee-hoo! hoo i am a fast thinker.
2: I was going to say milk.
1: She'll probably say water, too. <laughs> this is so disappointing. Okay, but, like, it's fine.
2: <laughs> she probably will. I, we can do it again, and I'll say milk. No, it's Okay. <laughs> Okay, Izzy, so go in my room and shuffle. Okay, the I'm
1: going
0: to have so
1: good. How many legs does a horse have?
0: How many legs does a horse have? Is this a trick question? Can you just, like, Four. answer that?
1: Okay. <laughs> what is two plus two? Four. What is two plus seven? Nine. What do cows drink? Water. Damn it! Okay.
0: Oh-hoo! Oh, hoo! That was a horrible owl.
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna say that was a horrible exercise. Oh, well,
0: why would I say that? That was a good exercise, and I know where you're going with it, so okay. it's great.
1: Okay, <clears throat> okay. So did you say milk? No. No. Did you? No. Okay. Focus. We're back. We're <laughs> such
2: goofballs. <laughs> we're, such goofballs. So we're together. I forgot. We are.
0: But you know what? It's great, right? Because given the given the um... everything. Well. <laughs> Yes, but I don't the seriousness of our topic. Mhm. It's yeah. good that the three of us together are giant youth balls because so true. It's going to help.
1: Yeah. We say need the a, hard
0: things but also feel supported and safe. We
1: need a little bit of a uh, uh, humor in this. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. both of them um didn't fail. They actually succeeded. Um but the entire point of that in the TikTok video that I'm that I got this from she like started the video by like pouring milk in granola and she's like, I love milk. And so like you already have milk oh, on your mind. Yeah. And like I thought about doing something like that, but I knew that you guys would like catch on to it. So whatever.
0: So you know what that is? What is it? That's the chameleon effect. Chameleon right? effect. So if you like start doing something that you want other people to do, or you say stuff do you want other people to say, like pouring milk in a bowl. Yeah. And milk, and say milk. Nine uh, times out of ten they're gonna do it. Like if I were sitting here doing our podcast, right? And I just started scratching my cheek like this every so often, and I just kept like my like And He would start doing it. Look at Don't
2: me, and he was doing this? it. I actually did it. My see? my cheek yeah. is itchy. Yeah. Effects. <laughs> in elementary school, I used to, like, look at it around at other kids, like, see what they were doing and, like, mimic them. Because yeah. I was, like, not sure. Oh, I was like lost to supposed to yeah, be, right? I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing? Which is why people do that,
0: because when you're in a social setting and maybe you're around people that are, like, uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you don't know most of them, you're going to watch them and see, like, <laughs> how, how they
3: react. Like, yeah. how is
0: this person sitting on the bus and this is my first time on the bus, so maybe I should emulate like, what they're doing because yeah. I don't know what to do, right? So. Yeah. Chameleon effect. Chameleon I fact. love it. Wow. Sorry. I just <laughs> have no. There's such weird random things come out of my head.
1: You're no, a I, Wikipedia. It's, it's, it's funny that that was my exercise and I learned about it. <laughs> like, why is that my life? <laughs> I love it. Living with Lindsay. Living with Lindsay. Um, okay, so we got that out of the way. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get into it. We're Sounds good. Let's right so? get I'm
2: so good. All okay,
1: right. so I think um, we're just gonna start. Izzy, tell us your mental health journey. My
2: mental health journey. All right. Well, I think I don't know where to start, but I think I really started to experience like symptoms of mental illness in like. Element uh, not elementary school, middle school and early high school. That's, um, well, just to give a little bit of a background, I've been diagnosed with major depression, generalized anxiety, and I have also struggled with suicidal ideation and self-harm. And so I think going back to, like, middle school is when I first started, like, really getting really, really low, and it led to me, you know, I think the Internet had a big part in it, but I did start to kind of self-harm in middle school and it's been a journey. journey you know, I always thought like when I get to my twenties or when I get older it will leave me or I'll leave it. And it has been a persistent struggle like my since I started that whole thing. thing. And so I don't know, my journey has been a really long one. I went to a lot of therapists when I was younger for like childhood events, you could say, like my parents' divorce and Stuff like that. And then when I was in high school, uh, my parents found out that I was self-harming. And it was the whole thing. I had to go to a psychiatrist and the person that gives you drugs, like uh, medication. And it was a really hard time just like going through that whole process. And then throughout the end of high school and throughout the college days I was just constantly struggling with it and I went to a therapist again in college and so I don't know it's been a persistent struggle for me and even now I'm 23 now I just graduated with my bachelors and it's you know you always think so like <laughs> sorry I'm not the proud no you <laughs> so are. Oh. it's just like you always think when you get older it will be easier to deal with but you it do. it feels like the older I get the harder it is to deal with and manage and I don't know. That's kind of like a big quick rundown of it.
0: Um Do you think that it's harder to manage now because you understand it more? So that I think when so. it happens you're just like I know that this isn't like mm-hmm. me, but I can't stop it. Exactly. Right?
2: It makes it really hard. Like yeah. if you just like wake up one day and you like constantly are fighting to just like get over this hurdle and the next hurdle but you're still low and you're like, I have all these things to do but I just I don't even want to move like I can't I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like sometimes every single day is just like a battle with yourself. Like, you know, so much about it, especially I went to school for nursing. So like knowing so much about it is like it's almost makes it harder. Like Mm -hmm. it does because you Mm -hmm. you're like, well, I had this intrusive thought. So the rest of the day is going to be harder. So sometimes I feel like I potentiate that, like, that like sadness of like, well, I'm just going to wallow all day. I can't, I know I won't be able yeah. to function or it will be a struggle and I just don't want to deal with it.
0: So do you think you're of like the, are you of the mental type where you let that one shitty thought in and then your brain just runs with it and you like really have no, like there's nothing you can really do to stop it once it starts and it's just going to go and
2: I think, yeah, take
0: over most
2: of the time. And I feel like I try to fight it sometimes and sometimes I can actually get through it and have a good day. It helps to have a good like support system or someone mm-hmm. there to talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, but sometimes it's just like, it is, it's like, I call it the cycling. It's like, it just starts with one thing. And then the rest of the day, you're like trying to just be ahead of it the whole day. through. Right. right. Yeah. It can be hard.
0: It becomes like this. I mean, I've heard a million times. It's like depression was a monster. Oh, right? Totally. And, it, like you said, it never goes away. No. You're going to have it your entire life.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And for, you know, I know that there are people um that will tell kids that, like, you know, this isn't going to last forever. Don't worry, it'll get better. When you grow up, things will be different. All those type of things you hear when you're little, mm-hmm. right? And like, yeah. oh, you're sad, but it'll pass. Yeah. Oh, this happened to you, but... Don't worry about that. It was in the past, totally. you know, you're. that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let that shitty situation define you, right? Yeah. But people that say that kind of stuff to you honestly don't understand what, what it's like. like to be in that darkness. Totally. When you can't climb your way out of it and you can't get out of your bed in the exactly. morning. And I know there's a lot of people that don't understand it because they haven't been through it, but... You know, I don't understand what it's like to be a serial killer. That doesn't mean <laughs> exactly. that I don't understand, I you know, serial killer tendencies.
2: Yeah. You
0: know? <laughs> I think
2: it's the worst when there's, like, just a little problem that it just feels so much bigger to you. Like, when you have depression, it can be the tiniest thing that just just wrecks you you know and it's really hard to explain to someone well i'm sad about this like tiny event in my life where i'm sad because i have to study today right but it doesn't like make sense of them as a reason why like you can't get out of bed or you don't like yeah. want to eat and all of these other
1: things and i feel like stuff like that <clears throat> those like little things that people have like weird reactions to and they're like well, that's just little. It makes you not want to talk about totally. things, and then you shut down and, and shut down completely. Yeah, and that's not good for anyone. No, <laughs> so it
2: really hinders like any kind of like productivity with. Yeah, it's hard to get
1: out of. Yeah, because you need to talk about those things. Like that's that's how you get through them. Yeah,
0: totally. So well, and that's the perfect segue, I guess, to what we're going to talk about next week. Yeah, we're still talking about it this week. Don't worry, friends. Um. The stigma behind my gloves, oh
3: right?
0: My there, yeah. There's such a stigma on it and mm-hmm. such, like, it's so frowned upon for someone to say, hey, I'm <laughs> struggling, that you just won't. And you turn your mask, you turn your mask on. You don't turn your mask on, you put your mask on. <laughs> so, you know, maybe Melanie has three or four masks and maybe Izzy has eight and maybe I have 57. <laughs> but the fact that we have to have masks at all, means that we've gone through some shit yeah. right like
2: and I think it's hard to like go of those masks too because you've been taught to hold on to them for so long and they become such a tool for you that when you like are in a situation where you know if you like maybe talk about it it will get better like even though you learn that over and over and over again you can't like it's so hard for me
1: to let go of that fronting and that mask mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I cling to it. Right. And then because that,
0: that's where you're safe and exactly, comfortable. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, in that one time that you take the mask off and you talk to someone about it and it doesn't go well, you're right. never going to do it again. Right. Yeah. Never. You learn like, really quick. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you can't because once you have that rejection, like, I also don't think people understand how long it takes you to build up the
1: courage, courage, courage. Yeah. self
0: esteem, whatever, yeah. to say it to whichever person you pick which people is super privileged by the way Totally. To, yes. out, to whoever you want to open up to about whatever it is. And they're like, Oh, I don't know why you're worrying about that. That
2: happened five years ago. Like change your brain. Right. Well, and it's hard to like open up to someone and it's like you open up to them again and they react completely differently. Right. Like you never right. know. Like, yeah. and that's, what's hardest. Like yeah, you just never know what's going to be okay. And it's just easier for you and that person to just not even address it or, you know, like just act like it's fine. I can tell you that I have done that
0: so many times in my life that I, because I've spent my whole life not talking to people Mm -hmm. and those very few times that I have opened up to people, they, it really has not gone well at all. And so then I don't, right. But then you get the flip side of it, which is the constant what's wrong. What's wrong with you? Are you okay? What can I do for you? What can I do? (laughs) Right, right. Knowing that there's nothing that
3: they can do for you
0: at all. And you can't tell them, no, I'm not fine, but also there's nothing you can do for me and have them accept it. Right. right? Because then they start dwelling on Mm -hmm. it. And then you start going, oh, my God, it's like put all my stuff. Yeah, I feel guilty. Right.
2: I feel completely guilty for expressing any kind of, like, negative emotion I have. Well, and I think another part of it is, like, you just, you learn it over and over again how to put the mask down. Mm -hmm. Like, it's never been something that I can, like, stick with. Mm -hmm. Like, every time I do it, it feels
0: very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, especially when you put it down and you have that kind of experience, you want to just put it on and leave it on. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm super good at going around to people and making them laugh. Mm -hmm. Like, I will be the world's giant goober. And I tell people, like, in hospitals when I'm with nurses, and, like, they come into the room, I'm like, hi, I'm Lindsay. I'm here to provide comedic relief and refreshments. I say that literally to every person Mm -hmm. that walks in the room. Because I want to make them laugh because I know... What they're going through Mm -hmm. in their day, right? It doesn't matter what I'm going through in my day. Well, it does. Well, right. But does it though? Like once you get to that point where you're just like, I have too many masks. Like I took that one off, but there's 11 behind it. Right. When
2: you're like, when you're that kind of person, it's easier to make other people feel better than to like try to make yourself feel better. It's Mm -hmm. like much more comfortable to like check on everyone else and. Make people laugh and do things for other people, and make it an easier situation for the other people around you when you're not in the best place because you feel—I don't know—it makes me feel useful even right. though I feel like shit. You know? Yeah. Like, I think
0: we all can say that we do that. Yeah. All three of us. Mel's done it. Totally. Mel does it. I'm sure you do it. Oh, yeah. It's not for nothing you became a nurse, right? Yeah. And I—I I do it. Yeah. What's it like for you when you have to uh, pretend to be happy when you're not?
1: <laughs> I'm not good at it. <laughs> um, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. People always know when there's something wrong with me. I've always been like that. Yeah, um, but, you know, there's certain situations where I have to... Yeah. I suck just have up. to suck it up. Right. Funerals. Um, mm-hmm. f- when I'm in a situation where someone else is upset. Yeah. I have right. my own shit going on, but I'm not going to make it about me. You're upset, right. right? You know what I mean? And so, I just...
0: You're that, and you're that person that feels people's feelings oh so gosh. like deeply and intimately like,
1: that. <laughs> I debt. was talking to a friend one time who was going through something really awful, um, and this was actually recently. I was sitting in my car talking to her, and I came inside, and I had a terrible stomachache. Like mm-hmm. I, like it, it physically affected me, mm-hmm. and it wasn't Sorry. even my own thing. Yeah.
0: And that can happen, right? Because when somebody else is talking to you about their whatever it is, if it's that terrible or that like strenuous for them and you're an empath like we all are, right? then you're going to feel it. And while their fight or flight mode is triggering, so is yours because... You don't know what to do with yourself. But well, you
2: can't it, say that. right? Well, and while they're talking to you, you're helping them. They're processing it, but you're taking all that in, right. and, yeah. and it becomes yours. Right. Yeah. Way, you know, like, yeah. if we really do absorb that yeah. energy, yep. and that's not really
1: difficult yeah. to with, um, Especially when you're going through your own stuff it, anyway. Exactly. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm feeling these feelings. I'll deal with them later. Right. And that's never good, but. And
0: on the other do, end of that, <laughs> dealing with it later, do you, though? Right? That's the other thing, too, is that I don't. I'll just be like, whatever, my stuff is insubstantial.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm not going to put my stuff on, you know, her or her or him or him because I know all four of them have this and this and this going on, right? So I'm just not going to. I think
2: the best way to ignore your internal struggles is to focus on other people. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's, like, why I love nursing is because. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many reasons why what you're feeling should be on the back burner for you right. to do good at your job. Right. And that's not the healthiest thing. thing, but it is like the reality of how I've always been in terms of mental health. Like, it's just easier that way. It is. You don't have to like
0: it. juggle. Like they say, I mean, even when it's, you know, not mental health, it's easier to take, like, the easy route than it is to do the hard thing that might have a bigger reward but you're still going to get something down here going the easy way and you don't have to work as hard. Right. So you, cause I've done that too. Right. Like I've been, I would say since I was like seven, (laughs) I started, (laughs) everything happens when you're seven. (laughs) I started, um, that's when my parents got divorced and I started having to take care of everything. I would take care of my brother who was older, but I did cause he didn't. And like at that point, on, I figured out that like, whatever's happening to you, doesn't matter what's happening to all the people around you that you care about and that you love and that you want to like, I don't know, be your friend Mm -hmm. or like love you back or whatever you're searching for in that is like what you're going to do. And that's what you're going to do forever. that's not what you're going to do for, you know, two years until all of a sudden everything gets great. It's, it's, it's forever. Once you go down that path. It's a struggle all the time.
3: Totally.
0: All the it time. Is.
3: Yeah.
0: And it's going to be. Yeah. Right? Like, I am going to be 77 years old talking about shit that happened when I was 14 or 15. Totally. And that's Me just, too. <laughs> yeah. And and, and, and but the other thing I want to say is that that's okay. That yeah. is okay. Because, you know, you'll run into people that are like, oh my gosh, that was in the past. Like, why are you living in the past? Why are you letting the past affect you so much, right?
2: Well, I think when you've had trauma, like, how can you not? Like, right. like, when you've had certain things happen in your life, like, you are constantly stuck there. Right. And,
1: and if you feel the need to ask that question, you should be grateful. That, yeah. That's right. so, yeah. yeah. right. so true. Right. I
0: mean, and, and yes, there's two kinds of trauma, right? Like, you have big T trauma and you have little T trauma, mm-hmm. right? So, big t-, t trauma would be like, I got in a plane crash and everyone but me died.
3: Yeah. And
0: little T trauma would be like... A dog chased me down the street and bit me in the calf, and I cried, and i didn't get 47 stitches, and I'm scared of dogs. Yeah. And something like that, right? Yeah. It could be big T trauma to some, but, you know.
1: But it's an example. Right.
0: <laughs> so, but the point of that whole thing is that it doesn't matter what size your T is, right? It's still trauma. It's still it's trauma. It's still affected you, mm-hmm. like, on a deep, deep level, like, into your soul. And when that happens, it like, you're through. not living in the present. No. Because you have your subconscious. You mm-hmm. have all your ego and you're in, you're super in, you have like all these things that are fighting. It's almost like Inside Out, right? Yeah. yeah. Have like I loved that movie. So good! <laughs> is it horrible that Sadness is my favorite?
2: Sadness is my favorite, I too. I love her. I relate so much to <laughs> So much. <laughs> as soon as I saw her, I was like, that's my girl. When all the balls started <laughs> yeah. blue, I was like, oh,
1: no. the of my life. <laughs> that's she's, nice. like, she's like, sorry. sorry. <laughs> like, Okay, blah. God, blah. God,
2: that movie actually <laughs> meant so much to me. I love Dude, that movie.
0: I actually cried. I sobbed
3: like a oh big
0: big. my God. When the elephant. What's his name? Bingo Bongo? Yeah.
3: Bingo Bingo?
0: Bingo Bingo? Big blippy, Bing Bang. Bing Bang. No, bing bang. it's not Bing Bang. Bing Bang? When
2: the pink elephant sacrificed himself, I cried like a little baby. That's like all I know. little I
1: baby. Yeah, it's Bing Bong.
0: Oh, uh-huh. That's really good to me with with uh Mufasa and Lion King.
1: Oh my god.
0: Like I still
2: I didn't see it coming at all either. Can, I know.
0: You can ask oh. Melanie. We went and saw the Lion King, the live action one oh. in the movie theater. Nice. And I saw like this. <laughs> like, and I can't. The whole Mufasa part was gone. Because I like I covered my eyes because I, I, I can't, can't see it. I can't watch I it. Can't see I, it. Yeah, I didn't let my little brother watch that part in The Lion King until he was like twelve. Good. Like he literally never saw it. because Good. it's just soul crushing. It's,
3: so, it's soul so crushing. <laughs> but anyway.
1: Um, so we have talked about. I know we've kind of talked about how obviously we we still struggle all all of us, everyone. Um, but what makes you happy that you held on? <sighs> I know there were a lot of very very hard days
2: totally and they still happen yeah what has really helped me is you know thinking about like how many people love me Mm -hmm. and when I was younger I mean I was just stuck on this idea that no one loved me and I wasn't worthwhile and it was just it would mean nothing to anyone and as I get older I realized that like you know, of course, my parents would be completely devastated, but, like, my brother, I really want to stick around and see what he does. And also, I've created a life for myself that I really do want to see through. Like, I have a puppy now. I have a really great relationship. I have an amazing friend group that, like, really cares about me. I've had some moments with my friends where I'm like, this is what I'm going to think about when I mm-hmm. want to just say no. I want to end it. Yeah. And. I don't know. I just think it's the potential that really makes me stick around. It's like I don't feel in control of my life, but the realization strikes me sometimes that I am in control and I can make it look like how I want to. I can make it get to a place where I'm happy and content with what I've made for myself. And I think that makes me stick around. That's good. there's a
0: funny thing about control because obviously there's stuff that we can't control. Like, most of the things, yeah. right? I
2: think when you're battling your own brain, right. you right. feel very out of control
0: right. of yeah. your and, own self. And that's when you're at, like, your weakest, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because totally. you allow every negative thing you ever thought to come in,
3: mm-hmm. and
0: then that noise gets really loud in your head. Really loud. And I think that's why it's so hard to, like, escape it if you don't talk. I'm horrible at talking to people at, at when I need to talk to people. Like instead I go punch trees or
2: I just shut down. down. Like I really am not yeah, good at it. Yeah.
0: And it's like and you guys like so you guys are way younger than I am. Totally. Way younger than <laughs> I am. And so much younger. <laughs> these 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 kids are twenty younger than me, friend
1: Twenty youngers. Twenty <laughs> younger. <laughs>
0: That are younger than me we're 20 years younger than me and so like you saying that like i know that there's mm-hmm. light at the other of the tunnel right i'm gonna try and like i How know this is, gonna is be that here.
3: yeah
0: right, right well like you guys say that and here i am at 42 and i'm just like I was 23 once, and I said, "You know, it's going to get better. Don't worry." And here I am, 42. Is it better?
1: No, but that wasn't
0: not so much.
1: But also, like, how much have you learned in those years? You know what I mean? I've like learned a ton. And like, the, so obvious, like, yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna get better. We all, we're gonna get more bills, and we're gonna potentially have a family that we're going to be in charge of. We're going to have all this stuff, but like, but the learning and the, the growth is something that I look forward to personally. What, is, what makes you stick around as someone that is 42 and has been
2: through like a lot more years than I have? Like what? That's what I need to know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, cause that was discouraging. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lindsay Sorry that this joke. Um I want the honest answer or the bullshit
2: answer. We want the bad? honest answer. I'm all Jeez. I need I need it. I need to know how bad
0: the honest answer is that because when I was a sophomore in high school, two of my best friends committed suicide two five months apart from each other. And I literally could never make anybody feel the way that I felt when that happened to me. And that's the only reason that I'm still sitting here doing a podcast right now. Yeah. And something, you and know, really whatever your God or your Buddha or your fucking, you know, universe or whatever it is, like I should be dead 35 times over. Quite it's honestly. It's pretty true. So, I don't know if, like, I need to lead the... Uh, what with... You're going to
2: get us through the zombie apocalypse. I am. <laughs> I'm going
0: to get us through something. What's
2: your purpose. Like,
0: there's... It's, it's crazy. The things that I've done, like... I say and and not now. Never, never now. Because my life isn't super great now. But I have my wife and I have my daughter. And I have my Hello. pup. And I have, you know... I have things oh. in my life that bring me happiness. But on the other... At the other end of that i can't get out of here yeah i cannot escape my brain so when things get bad for me they get really dark it gets really dark in my head
2: i can relate to that
0: yeah and i like these last six months probably have been really bad it's been really really bad for me mentally for and like I just don't feel like there's anything I can do about it, you know. And like back to the control, what can I do? You know, I can't go back and change stuff. I can't make things that have happened not happen, so I don't have to feel this way. And I can't change who I am. I can't make myself not think about these things, yeah. you know. And that's another thing is people talk about mental health like it's just like that, like
2: that. Yeah, flip that, the switch.
0: Oh, we'll just stop it.
2: That drives me crazy right, because right. it's it's an every day, every hour thing mm-hmm. for me, especially on bad days. Like, I, it's not just something I can get out from under. Right, you know?
0: right. It's like, it's like being an alcoholic, right? Yeah. How can people understand that, you know, they say, oh, well, I haven't had a drink in 37 days, and just everyone's going to rejoice and congratulate you and say how wonderful that is, and you say, you know, I haven't thought about killing myself in 37 days, and everyone looks at you like,
1: how dare you even think about that? Like,
0: why would you ever sit? Like, right? Because yeah,
1: it's so, taboo.
0: It's one of those things where if you don't know, if you haven't been there, you're never going to understand. It's you're hard never going to gonna understand. It is very hard to relate. But you can, though. And here's the thing with that is that we don't need problem solvers. No. When I'm talking to Melanie or I'm talking to you or I'm talking to whoever, if I'm opening up to you, I don't want you to solve my problem. I That's want you can. to sit there and hold space with me. Yeah. I want you to let me cry on your shoulder and tell me it's okay Mm -hmm. and tell me that, you know, my tears are warranted and I know it sucks right now and I'm here for you. Yeah. I I know it sucks right (laughs) now, but it'll get better. Just, I know it sucks right now and I'm here here for you. I can say
1: with like 100% confidence, I have figured out people in my life who, um, who, you know, talk to me that way of trying, like trying to solve my problem in the moment. Right. And I don't tell them things Right. Mm-hmm. because it's like, I don't need that. No, and right. I, yeah. And I don't feel safe. Like I don't, that's not something that I need. I don't it's need it's my backwards. problem solved. And like, t- like most of the time it's a problem that can't be solved. Right. So stop. <laughs> and
0: when you stop get those trying. people that are like, I'm going to fix
1: it. Yeah. I'm going
0: to fix it. I don't care what you say. I'm going to fix it. And what
2: drives me crazy about those people is they're not trying like, I, I don't want to offend anyone, but they're not trying to fix it for your sake. No. They're uncomfortable by right. what you're going through. That's and they're exactly trying to right. fix it so that they can feel better in the situation. And, and so, so, yeah. So, you'll stop so it's over. Them, mm-hmm. And then they then don't have to yeah. also feel sad. And for the you. anticipation of that situation makes me not want to open up to anyone. Right. Because right. it just it doesn't feel good to feel like you feel like a freaking freak. Which in is that why situation. it's so hard to
0: say. I'm having a problem. Yes. Because when you go, I mean, if you if you talk to one person and they're like, oh, I'm gonna fix your problem. If it was only that one person and the other nine people that you talk to just held you and let you cry and hugged you, validated you, told you that you're wonderful and loved, that'd be great. Yeah. But it's more like those nine people trying to fix you, and that one person telling you you're validated and loved and I love you, right? Yeah. And that's that's when it becomes I'm just not gonna talk. Yeah. I'm just not gonna talk anymore. Because every time I do, I walk away feeling worse than I did when I built myself up uh, because it's a
1: struggle welcome.
0: to say, Okay self
1: so vulnerable.
0: I am going to explode if I don't expunge this to
2: whoever. Right, especially about like feeling, thinking about suicide. Right, suicide. Yeah, and the way
0: you just said suicide.
2: (laughs) Suicide. I stuttered on it too. Suicide. Suicide.
0: God. Suicide. Suicide. Uh, Um. Laughing there.
1: Love it. (laughs) So. My next question that I had written down, we've kind of already talked about, so we're just gonna omit that. Um, it was misconceptions and I feel like we kind of I feel, yeah. I feel like we covered that. So
0: can I, can I before you go where I know you're going <laughs> I just I just have a question to pose to you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so was there a time, and this is for both of you who want to answer answer. Was there a time in your life, I'll call on whoever hits the hot button first. <laughs> that, like, post I hate everything. Pre-adult, where you thought maybe everything didn't suck.
1: Hmm. <laughs> huh. Yeah.
0: It's a thought-provoking question. Okay, Melanie Don Go.
1: Um, I was majorly happy in the year two thousand eighteen, and I envy myself in that year. I. Nothing in particular. Things were just good. I... The I... 2018. Yeah.
0: was... I, I'll have to agree with you because that's when we started going back to school together. Yeah.
1: And everything was just great. Um, we were
0: in... We were, like, in the in-between.
1: Yeah. Not in between And, and like... Time. Like, I, I can't even fully answer this question because, like, truly, like... Well, I guess I did answer the question, but I can't really give much of an explanation because it was genuinely just, like, things were just good.
2: Yeah. I think there's, like... For me, it's like there's periods
1: of I'm really good.
2: Everything's like I'm happy. And then it's just kind of I go through phases. I feel like right. it's kind of a rotation.
0: Yeah. And then the other end of that question, and here's some background info on that, on this upcoming question. <laughs> I think so when I was a sophomore in high school, like I mentioned, my two really good friends committed suicide. One in October, one in March, right? The one in March. Well, I won't get into that, but. Her memorial service we went to, and my high school guidance counselor, like the day she pulled me aside at her memorial service and was like, you're coming to talk to me tomorrow. You are coming to talk to me tomorrow. You didn't come talk to me after your first friend died. You're coming to talk to me. If I don't see you, I'm pulling you out of class. You're going to come talk to me. I was like, whatever, fine. Because even back then, 15 years old, sophomore in high school, not a talker. Um... And then I proceeded to break my ankle in three places that evening at my friend's house after the memorial service. And I never went and talked to Miss Decker. Shout out, Miss Decker. I love you. Even though you probably don't even remember who I am, but I love you anyway.
1: I doubt. I'm sure she does. Um, um,
0: so that's my question. Was there ever a time, because I feel like if I would have made it to that meeting with Miss Decker and, like have been able to open up to her about how I was feeling about Carlton and Sarah and how like that affected me and what was going through my head and all the things, because it was so much more than that. Totally. So much more than that, but that was like the thing. So was there other ever a time in your lives where you were like, damn it, I wish I would have just, I knew I wanted to talk to that person And, like, I started to, and then I didn't. Like, was there ever... Do you have a... If I would have done that, I think things would have been different.
2: I don't know. I think about that a lot. Like, if I had made different choices, I think I would be happier. But I kind of... I don't know. I get conflicted about it. There's not one that stands out to me. I think that if If I had actually stuck with therapy at any point (laughs) in my life, I would be much more equipped to deal with... (laughs) Things, but I, I don't know. After going to therapy so many times, like I just, I, I know that it's a long term thing. Like the longer you do it, the better it is. But it's like the starting
0: that I
1: don't like.
0: (laughs) So is that why? Pause. Do you have an answer to that question? Not really. There's not really a. I have,
1: I have a a time with Izzy that I would love to talk about, but I don't know if she wants to talk about it. Yeah. Day that you were gonna. Hurt yourself On alive yourself. Mm-hmm. Wow, you don't remember it. Mm-mm. You had like a whole plan, and you told me about it after the fact, and then you said, "But my mom came and picked me up, and we went and did this." Wow, I
2: don't remember that. Yeah. I mean, I've had several plans. I've had. I've, I've, I've made yeah.
0: I was gonna say, like, you get to the point where you just don't remember. Yeah.
2: But that was the one that stuck out to me. First. I still have a note in my phone from you where you, like, grabbed my phone when I was, like, in the bathroom or something. I don't know. But you were, like, I, it makes me really sad when you hurt yourself. And, like, mm-hmm. "Like I love you so much. And, like, I looked at that for years. Mm-hmm. Like, I really did. It, and I meant
1: it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you
2: did. I mean, our friendship <laughs> has always been so strong. It's, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. And your house was always such a safe space for me, yeah. too. Like, mm-hmm. it was such a break to go be somewhere new in, like,
1: someone else's house and, like, live. It was just
2: so odd. That's right? so crazy. Like, it was such an odd situation mm-hmm. at our house.
1: That <laughs> it
0: was comfortable. To be
1: and there. you know what's <laughs> funny? is like, <laughs> to me in yeah. I've, I've never heard you say that, and I've never even thought about it that way, but I can see how that would be yeah. that way for you. Like, I did not want
2: to leave your house. I was at your house so much. We were, and it was great. <laughs> I loved
3: being
0: at your house. Quite honestly, we wanted you to stay at I house. moved into your house.
1: Quite <laughs> honestly, quite honestly, they wanted me to leave I mean, <laughs>
0: I think that was like case what? for a like, minute. Like, we told Melanie that if you guys ever broke up, like, don't be mad, take... but we're straight. I remember again.
1: they that. did. <laughs> they literally did. I know. And I was like, well... And she was like, no, you want no, and we're like, like, but no, really. We're straight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, out of all of Melanie's friends from, I met you near 11, 11 to 23, that's yes, 12 years. You're, you're the one, bud. Yeah, I mean, period. I love I love all Melanie's friends like all of them but you're the one you were you were always in your family you're the one that like grounded her the most you were the one that like I think taught her the most out of as far as like how to be a friend because she's such a good friend now and I think that has a lot Mm -hmm. to do with your You really
2: picked me up like so many times like well you did to me too yeah we were really really there for each other yeah I feel like I grew up with you so much like yeah you were definitely my sister, and still oh, yeah. are, like
1: for so long. And that's why, like, that's why when I say like I'm so proud of you and it's so fun to see all the things you're doing, like it's like coming from a genuine yeah. place. No, Because people say that, but yeah, like, no. no, it is insane to think of you with your little skunk hat mm-hmm. and your purple jacket, <laughs> and like now seeing you, I am <laughs> like it's amazing. Oh,
0: I love that. I love that. Oh my god, I love oh my it. God.
1: Like it, it's like it's just it's amazing. So oh, when
2: you got this tattoo, it was like, "Oh my god,
1: Bella." I right? know. Like so, what?
2: I know. It's so cool. Like,
1: I just
0: think you guys like even though even though your high school years weren't like your favorite together, no. like y'all weren't like joined at the hip anymore, No. You always came back. We like do. You always came back to each mm-hmm. other, regardless of what was happening.
2: And we have continued to. Like, we've stayed in contact. And that's why you're forever. Yeah. Oh, Like, forever.
0: this is what I'm talking about when I mean it forever. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, Chris and I broke up yeah. several times. We broke up for, like, two and a half, three years at one time. Yeah. And thank God for the liquid courage, right? And yeah. You can text your buddy and you're drunk at the bar and then you start talking to him again. But you guys were, like... Yeah, it was ridiculous.
2: Yeah, we were so. Oh my
1: god, we were so funny. We still are. Um, so <laughs> we still are. We I guess yeah. that's that's the the answer to your question. <laughs> um, now it's my turn.
0: Oh gosh, you know, know where this is question? I know where this is going. Uh,
1: I want all three of us to give advice to our younger selves. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh god. And if you would like, I can go first. Yeah, please. Oh, we would
3: love for you to go <laughs> first.
0: Please,
1: no. please go first. <laughs> okay. Um, dear younger self.
0: <laughs> There's a song by Mercy Me called Dear Younger Me and I love it. Mm-hmm. So just say dear younger Well, Me.
1: it's just like crazy to think yeah. about like, like sometimes I have, um, like crisis, like, like existential crisis about like, I was a, a child, and now I'm this whole ass person, and I'm a completely different person than I was when and I was you, a child. It's crazy to think Everyone about like, who is. We, like, speaking of high school, yeah. Like yeah. We were in high school, like, yeah,
0: yeah to now. Oh, well,
1: that?
2: Exactly. exactly. Right, right, exactly. Still have the same problem. about it. Like, yeah. You guys haven't
0: been in high school for six years. That's been, been six awesome. years already. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, in four more years, you're having your 10 year reunion. Yeah. <laughs> that's so crazy. And, and you are not, neither one of you that. are the same
3: human No, no. no. Or no. God. Or
0: you're graduated from high school yeah right like
3: yeah
0: so, so much has happened to to all of us that and I, I don't I don't want to say that it's like I don't know I'm I'm of the opinion that the things that happen to you you can either choose to let them make you stronger or you can choose to let them make you weaker yeah. right they'll
1: make or break you and
0: I struggle personally with that because Quite often, I'll let them make me weaker, and sometimes I try to m- let them make me stronger. But I mean, there's just some things you just yeah,
3: can't, yeah.
0: right? I mean, you just can't point, do it.
2: Yeah. To that point, I mean, it's like I feel like if I hadn't gone through the things I went through as a kid, I wouldn't be who I am today. Right. And who I am today is like a pretty good person, you right. know, if you think about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I, I really do have a lot of. Things that I value about myself. And I feel like I evolved to be who I am today because of all of That's that. That's awesome. Yeah. Shit. I, love
3: that.
0: yeah. It, I love that for you because I know. I know. Yeah. I just know.
3: Yeah.
0: And I'm I'm, I'm so glad that you can find, like, self-worth in yourself. Yeah. Frankly, because uh-huh. you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Like, you both deserve the world. I know you've both been through some shit. So
2: yeah. Well,
0: ditto. it's been uh God. Yeah, but I'm older, right? Like, my shit happened a long time ago. No, that's not true. My shit just continually happens. doesn't it invalidate it. It doesn't. And it, it's not... Yeah, you're right. It's, like, comforting that's and scary my thing, to right? know that it
2: doesn't just, like, go away as you get older. Because I feel like I've been clinging to that idea. Yeah, <laughs> so you know how you're, like... We're going to get to your younger self. We are. <laughs> you
0: know how, like, when you stub your toe...
2: Oh, yeah. it's
0: really, really bad, but you're, like... Holy shit, this hurts really bad. But I know it's not going to feel mm-hmm. like anything in two days. I used to equate my like the way I thought to that scenario. Like, I know you're thinking right now that you suck, but in a couple of days, you're not going to suck. But yeah. it got to the point where I gave myself like a hundred couple days, right? And then I just never didn't suck. And so then, like, you get to the point where you just say, like, "Well, fuck, you sucked." <laughs> obviously. You tried, you tried, you tried And you kept saying Well,
2: and you keep ending up in the same place So, like, how do I not suck in between? Like, people
0: right now tell me Like, oh, you gotta think positive And, you know, it's gonna be And I'm just like, you know When I think positively Like, I'm thinking positively About how much I like tacos (laughs) And I'm thinking positively (laughs) about Like, how much I enjoy Like, Guinness P. McGillicuddy The the third third
1: Esquire my boy so cute that boy
0: and you know that's the kind of stuff that, like i think about right like if you told me we were going camping in two weeks that's what i would think positively yeah. about but for somebody to tell me you know <laughs> maybe this time will be different
2: i relate to that so when much. in
0: 42 years it hasn't ever been different i have a really hard time doing it it makes me angry it, it does get grumpy it, it does because you don't understand that you no. don't understand it like when i'm like okay well you know, sorry if I can't be super positive right now because the last five times this exact situation was happening and I tried to be positive, it all turned out bullshit. I can
2: tell you how the situation is going to go from right. start to finish. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but oh no, this time going to be different. Like, you just have to have a positive thing. No, you I envy those people
2: to the yeah. point where I
1: get so angry, angry at
0: them. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's like, what the fuck? You're like,
1: well, what the fuck? <laughs> Somebody
2: told me the other
0: day to just fix my brain. And I was just like...
2: Who said that to you? I'm going to their house and yell at them. <laughs> okay. I would love I, uh, to. I would frankly love to. Uh, you know, it,
0: it's just stuff like that that, that makes it harder yeah. for people to want to go to therapy. Like, I don't go to therapy. Like, I that? should. Should I? Both of us should. 100% I should. But, We're
2: like poster childs for therapy. We are. <laughs> but,
0: you know, I, I found a therapist... But she wouldn't take my insurance, so I had to pay her 125 bucks a session, and then my whole kidney thing happened. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, obviously, I'm not supposed to go to therapy then, because if I was, this wouldn't happen. Obviously, I'm not supposed to go to school because if I was, this wouldn't have happened, right? So, I don't know. It's just it's 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 hard for it's hard for me personally to listen to people say. Oh, you don't have to be like that when they really have no idea what Mm -hmm. you've been through. I mean, even if they do know what you've been through, they don't know what it feels like to go through that stuff. Right. So to say stuff like fix your brain or stop living in the past and that kind of stuff, like there's things in my past that are never going to go away. There's things in my past that I'm going to think about until the day that I die. And I'll probably be thinking about them like as I'm dying. Right. Because there's like I've done things that I'm super not proud of. And yeah, I mean, there's a person walking around on this earth that is completely different because of me, and that's not a comforting thought. But like, don't tell me that you know I can change it because mm-hmm. I can't. I can't change it. I'm not. I'm not living in the past, right? I'm just trying to accept it. I guess.
2: Well, okay. It's a constant. It's not something that's just going to happen, and right. it might never happen. It right. might, it's a daily
0: thing. It depends on what it is.
2: Yeah, really, it depends on yeah. what it is. It really
0: does. I mean, if, you know, my cat got run over by a car and he died in my arms, which happened, like, that's sad. But, like, I can go get another cat, right? Other things that happen to you, you can't take back. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I totally fucking took your oh, question away. No, that's okay. Uh, younger self, what are you going to say to your younger self, go? <laughs>
1: Um, Well, I just remember... And I recognize my, my privilege in this, but I remember my childhood being very amazing and I would tell myself to, um, appreciate it more Mm -hmm. because I miss that shit and it's not just because I grew up. It's because my dad died. It's because all these other things have happened in my life and I wish I would have, and I don't have regrets with my dad. I don't, I'm not saying I wish I would have appreciated him more. Just like in general, the idea more. of having a dad. Yeah. I wish I would have appreciated. Right. That. Yeah. I oh, know. I bet you do. Yeah. And I know why. Yeah. Sucks. So that's so basically just appreciate it more. Yeah.
2: Take it in. Mm-hmm. I think if I could say anything to my younger self,
1: like what age are we talking? I like, know,
2: like, right?
1: Like, <laughs> man. Like, I don't know.
0: I would do like 16 and up and like... like,
1: Just like like when you were a kid. Just like when you were a kid. If I could see my like 8 year
2: old self, I would tell her like, first of all, it's not your fault and you're going to struggle with blaming yourself for a really long time and everything that happens after is still not your fault and it's going to be put on you to take care of everyone, but that's not your job. And you, you just, like, appreciate, like Melanie said, just appreciate your childhood and find moments of joy. But more than anything, like, going forward, know that it's not your fault. I think that's what I would say.
0: That's actually really good. Like, I can echo those sentiments for sure. Yeah,
2: that was Um, was good.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I, like, I am struggling with what I would tell my younger self, because there's so much
2: to have. Like, write a 600-page (laughs) letter. I would have to, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, the worst memory that I can remember, like, as early as I can remember, happened when I was just four. It happened in August, the year I turned four. And just, you know, just all went downhill from there. So, I mean, I guess, like, knowing what I know today... And knowing how I am and the things that I've been through, I guess I would just tell myself to just remember that you have worth. Yeah. Remember that they're that like you matter because you're gonna tell yourself you don't matter a lot, but other people are gonna tell you that you do matter. And just listen to them. And yeah. That'd be it. I, love
2: that. I knew this was gonna be the part that like broke my
0: heart. Half. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, it's harder, right? I when you very- go through. When you go through shit, right? Like, you want to tell yourself all the time. Your fucking dad dies. Your grandma dies. You lose your best friend. or And not like they don't even have to die, right? Like, when I was in second grade, my best friend moved to Seattle. And I was crushed. I was absolutely crushed. That following year, I went on on Thanksgiving. You don't go trick-or-treating on Thanksgiving. That following year on... Halloween, I went and stood in front of his house and just sobbed because he wasn't there anymore. I was in second grade. And I was just so mortified that, like, I was never going to find another friend. Because even way back then, he was my only friend. Like, I didn't have a ton of friends. I never had a ton of friends until my mom made my brother start letting me hang out with them. <laughs> which is why my best friend now is Jason's age. Because he just, he's my My bud.
3: My bud. You know,
0: so not, I don't have a lot of girlfriends. I mean, I have Maria. She's my friend. That's a girl.
1: Mm-hmm. I just don't like girls that much. Shout out to you, Maria. Which is really weird. I know, I know you're think listening. I
0: like girls a lot because I'm a lesbian and I'm married to one. <laughs> <laughs> <But> like... <laughs> that's fucking
3: funny.
0: But there's,
2: you know, but you know, <sighs> are you? Stop bringing yourself, monster. <gasps> <stuff>. Oh, you're <laughs>
3: <they're> <laughs>
2: When I whack my knees, I have pain for a long time, so
0: I... Can you guys, it. I hurt myself all the time, <laughs> so that's not going to be the last time you hear me screaming in pain. Um, I firmly believe that, like, at those ages, like, those, like, 6 to 12 time frame, like, that's when you learn your core stuff. That's when you learn, like, I want my stuff to look nice. I want, you know, mm-hmm. to be good or do good or whatever. It's not good to
2: just give everybody everything, man. So, too, in relation to that, something I've struggled with, with growing up is, you know, like, I had a lot of shit in my childhood. And, you know, to meet these girls that have gone through trauma, but it's, like, the kind of trauma that I kind of envy. Yeah. Like, not yeah. to, to make me mm-hmm. seem all, like,
3: mm-hmm. damaged or whatever. Mm-hmm.
2: But it it is, like... You know, like I would love to like exchange, yeah. like I would love to have gone through what you've gone through because to me, it doesn't seem like trauma, <laughs> Not, well, no, but, right. but what I've learned is like, it's like you were saying earlier, like big T and little T, it's still trauma. Yeah. Trauma is trauma. Right. But, it, and that's something I've really struggled with is like speaking of those girls that you like, you try to get to know and mm-hmm. it's like everything you've gone through. You're just like, right. like, wow, you've lived such a different life from me trouble relating to you because you've had such a
0: different life at least for me and and correct me if i'm wrong but there's a little bit of jealousy there right?
2: totally like it's totally
0: if you know if my trauma was i didn't make the volleyball team two years in a row or whatever it is and i'm certainly not invalidating anyone's trauma because if you have trauma that's yours Mm -hmm. and you feel how you
2: feel it's been such a big lesson for me yeah truly
0: yeah, and it, that's important. It's an, and Melanie talks about this all the time: validation, and nobody validates anybody anymore. No. Like it's either, oh, I'm sad, I'll fucking get over it. Your life's not that bad, or oh, well, there's somebody somewhere that's worse off than you, or whatever. Whatever it is that like diminishes your feelings, like. Your feelings are your feelings. I can't say your feelings are invalid because I don't feel you. I I can't say your feelings are invalid because I don't feel them. Like if you're like, you know, I saw a snake slithering across the street and somebody ran over it with a car and it absolutely crushed my soul because I love reptiles. I'm going to be there for you and say, you know, that's horrible. And please (laughs) let me hug you while you cry. Do I think it's horrible if a snake gets crushed by a car? Not necessarily, but you're feeling that pain and that's what it's about. It's not about you. (laughs) And that's what people, I feel like misunderstand Mm -hmm. when they're trying to air quote, help you is that like you're upset and they don't want you to be upset. But like you said, they don't want you to be upset because it's making them upset. Mm -hmm. And so if they're upset and you're upset, then you're just gonna snot and growl over each other all night. Mm-hmm. So they're just gonna be like, "Oh well, I mean, there's a lot more snakes out in the world. It's not like that <laughs> yeah. big of a deal, right?" Totally. And you're just like, "Okay, okay, that's really not at all what I was saying. Like, I'm upset about that particular scene. Like, his name was Barney. <laughs> I saw him two weeks ago. We went on a walk together. He was in the freaking brush over there. He like, he no he's horror. my buddy." And now he's dead and you don't care. Like right? That's yeah. The, yeah. that's the hard part. That's <laughs> the hard part of, of having not even trauma, feelings. It's the hard part of having feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I got a now, lot human, of those. Human feelings are not fun if you're around the wrong people. <laughs> you have a lot of feelings?
1: Yeah. What kind of feelings? Like just all of them. All I have feelings. all the feelings. So I get it. Damn feelings, man. I have that's
0: feelings, helpful. but I um they live in. have you ever uh, Dreamcatcher. I know you have because you love reading. Books. I
2: think so.
3: Yeah. Stephen
0: King. hmm With the Mr. Gray and your brain and the files and you run around. To mm-hmm. cut it. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like my brain is. Yeah. I feel like my brain is a series of files. hmm And there's this, there's this row of files that lives way down in like the eleventh circle of hell, mm-hmm. and <laughs> like I don't go down there much and dredge them up, but you can't help a trigger, right? Yeah. You That's
2: what I was going to bring up to Is like the, the, the getting triggered is right. it just really sucks, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is mm-hmm. you're having a perfectly normal day, something comes up and you're like okay, I, oh I can't function. And right. intrusive thoughts as a result, like, I've really been struggling with intrusive thoughts, particularly mm-hmm. in the last few years. It's like I don't know if I've just started recognizing them as that, but it's like I don't know. It just makes me feel completely broken. You know, like there's no control. It goes back to the control thing. It's like if this stuff is popping up in my head, it's either like a flashback or a potential situation I could be in. It's just, it's so debilitating sometimes.
0: Yeah. Debilitating is exactly the right word. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't know what it's going to be. It could be, you know, a fucking sign you see at the bus stop. Yeah. That is just... Be, like, what if I'm freaking out because mm-hmm. people are throwing graduation hats or whatever it might be that sets you off? And then you're... Like, I want people to understand that triggers triggers are like... How do you explain a trigger to somebody that's never been triggered by anything ever?
1: really don't know. Um, no, I have a really good one. Okay. Um, fireworks to um, people About who have been in PTSD and yeah. dogs, yep. Um, so, like, you know you're in whatever, you're in war and then you come home and then like, yeah, let's go watch Fireworks 4th of July. And then there's explosions and you're like, fuck, why do I feel so anxious over this?
3: Right.
1: Um, I think that's a really good way to describe it is you just feel like
0: you feel like you're back where you were. Yeah. When, yeah, when whatever yeah. it was that happened happened. Yeah.
2: And it won't stop. No, no it won't and stop. just
0: because right, just because the fireworks end does not mean that you ended yeah. that fought. Nope,
1: you're, you're and could go, night, I, you, yeah. uh, you could,
0: could go, yeah, you could go weeks or months or um, whatever. I'm
1: watching a show called Virgin River. Watch it if you haven't. Um, and there was this recent episode. Um, this guy's house burned down, and he was in it. And they luckily got out and everything, but. Um, he was like not okay for days because he was so triggered because he was in uh, he was in war like a few years before, yeah. and uh, yeah. and he was just like fucked up and like. Luckily, everyone around him was like, "I understand that you're very triggered, and you know your PTSD is at, you know coming up and all this stuff." Um, so yeah, it's shit. It's shitty.
0: Yeah, no. I, I want to say to the people that have a trigger that is. Do you even call that a trigger? If your same situation happens again,
2: Mm.
0: like what is that?
2: I think it's like re-traumatization. Yeah, it's like just another
0: level. So yeah. So my my example is my high school friends, right? Well, not not too far in the past. One of the guys that was in like our core group in high school, like a month ago. One of my Buddy's Pasha, who was in that group, also, I i think he killed himself. Um, and then, like...
2: I think it's, like, a trigger a week, and a
0: reach. Yeah, like, like literally a week after that, another one of my friends that I worked with <laughs> killed himself. So, like, I had Tuesday memorial service, Saturday memorial service, and I was fucked up for a long time, man. Like, I'm still fucked up, really, because... Like, when you think about it, I'm not a fan. And that, like, when that kind of stuff happens and you're 42, right? Like, I was 15 when Carlton killed himself. And still not a day goes by that I don't think about him.
2: Yeah. I think that just kind of shows that, like, no matter how much time has passed, like, it's still a very vivid thing. Like, a lot of my trauma occurred when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember my childhood very much. But what I do remember isn't is the trauma, you know? Right, and right. it's, like, that's the kind of stuff that sticks with you. And right. even if it's been 20 years, like, it you doesn't, draw it up. doesn't just, it's right there. Yeah. It's right there.
0: Like, I can't draw up what my third birthday party looked like, but I can draw up when I was four and got my ass kicked for sitting on an anthill, right? Like, your brain remembers the shitty things, yep. so I don't remember the fun things. That's the, the stuff.
2: fun stuff of, like, the way the human brain works is it's- where
0: we're designed to,
2: to remember the bad stuff so yeah. that we can survive that's right. the that survival mechanism of right. just animal it's, it's biology
0: that, it's not like a flight or flight mm-hmm. thing because you know mm-hmm. if you forget if you forget what you've been through then you open yourself up to letting it happen again so you can't forget exactly. but then we get to triggers right mm-hmm. and yeah it's, it triggers suck <laughs> man they really do. And you don't know where they're going to come from. You don't know how fuck it up. It's going to fuck it up. It's going to make you it up. fuck it up. it up.
2: I will say that something I'm thankful for. in like this day and age is like the amount of trigger warnings that sure. are yeah. present on stuff. Yeah. So like we were talking about a little life earlier when we took a break and I read that book. Like I picked it up because I heard about the trigger warnings and I was like, Oh, I love feeling sad. Like I love sad books. Sure, And that book, I mean, definitely look into the trigger warnings if you're thinking about reading it. Because if you've been through, like, childhood sexual assault or just childhood abuse in general, like, Mm -hmm. that book will fuck you up. But, like, the amount of, like, watching a movie or, like, videos on TikTok or YouTube, like, there are trigger warnings everywhere. Everywhere. And it's helpful because now I know, like, I am triggered by certain things. And I can look into that. And I love that,
0: too, because... Sorry, i you redone it. I didn't no, know. I'm okay.
2: done. Yeah, go okay. ahead.
0: I love that too because that means that not everybody, but it's certainly among the younger people, mental health is more prevalent. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. as frowned upon. Yeah. If totally. they're like trigger warning, this might, you know, fuck you up in my TikTok or whatever, that means that they took the time to be aware that there's somebody out there that might watch their TikTok that might not appreciate what their content is. And... Give them a chance to skip it. Mm-hmm. Like, that so... was unheard of. That was unheard of until two years ago. And I
1: would also encourage anyone, like, if you watch a TikTok or if you listen to a podcast or whatever and they didn't put a trigger warning on something, like, tell them. Like, Let them know. Like, like, that, like yeah. a, a good example is emetophobia. Do, do you guys yep. know what that is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, for people that don't know, it is, like, the fear of throwing up or watching people throw up or anything like that. Um, there were a lot of TikToks going around and people, like, throwing up, because it's funny, you know? It's like a situ- It could have been a situation that was funny. Right. But, like, people were, like, hella triggered by it. And so they're like, you need to put an emetophobia trigger warning on this. And so, like, if, y- you know, if we ever talk about anything that's triggering that we don't realize is triggering, like, please tell us. Like, can you put a trigger warning next time? Like, yes, of course. Of you course. Know, so, nice <laughs> so, like, that is a thing that I'm really thankful for. Yeah. This just,
2: like, that yeah, generation sure. is, like, Mental health is yeah. a priority, and I'm I'm thankful for that. It's but right. it makes it me finally. sad to think about like my parents and stuff. Like, I wish that like my dad had that, and I wish you know yeah. you had that, and like I I I wish that for a lot of people. Yeah. but I, it's it's happening now, so wait, that's what I can right. focus on. I just but.
0: hope I just hope it's not too late, right? you?
2: Yeah. because.
0: There's I so much going on in our world, not even our country, in our world right now that, like, I think that mental health is going to be so, so, so important in the next five or ten years. Oh, yeah. And if we don't start talking about it now and telling people now that it's okay to say, I'm not okay, it's okay to be not okay. Yeah. Everybody goes through it. Yeah. If you don't go through it, you're not human.
3: Yeah,
0: I mean, there's nobody... And I mean, nobody on this planet that hasn't gone through something where they went, oh my God, that was the worst thing ever. And I don't think I could ever go through that again. Totally, so Everything.
3: Mm-hmm. It doesn't
0: matter what it is. Back to the validation. It doesn't matter what it is. No. So everybody has had that moment where they're so terrified that like, if I get back in that situation again, I will simply lay down and pass away because yeah. I can't go through that again. Yeah. So... I'm super glad it's becoming more prevalent in our society, and I'm super glad
3: I think it's just you intense.
0: guys are talking about it more. And TikTok and Instagram and all the social medias are tar- talking about it more because five years ago when you guys were still in high school, or seven years ago when you guys were still in, in high school and middle school, we were talking about online bullying and mm-hmm. so-and-so and such-and-such committed suicide because they were online bullied so yeah. much that they just went and, you know, whatever. And, but I think now knowing the really damage that can be caused via social media, you guys are more aware of it. And, and I also think that it's going to be, like, it's not going to go away with you guys, right? Like yeah. the younger people mm-hmm. younger than you in high school right now. They're even they're more aware. Yeah, 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 they're yeah. They're, yeah. I think it'll. I mean, I'm sorry, sorry, friends and family and followers, but I'm under the impression that something crazy is going to happen before 2034. I believe something that. crazy is going to happen, and I'm really leaning towards Mother Nature giving us a a run for our money. A yeah. I'm with you. I don't you there. think I it's going to gonna be it. like the you know nuclear holocaust or the zombies. I think that like day after tomorrow, shit is going to go down. And if that happens, it's important for people to understand that, like, people are going to freak the fuck out, and that's okay. Let them, let them freak out. It's the best advice I can give anybody. Totally. If, like, if you're the person that that person came to to freak out with, just please hold space with them.
2: Just be there. You don't have to do anything All you have to do,
0: yeah. I think I think especially
2: we'll after the pandemic like I think the pandemic is just a taste of what's to come yeah. not also yeah. to be a fatalist but I, I right. do think that that's like where we're heading and the pandemic was really hard for a lot of people especially people with like previous mental illnesses mm-hmm. and it's like yep it's just it's hard it's just a taste of, of where we're going
0: it's an ongoing discussion that we're gonna pick up again on Thursday. Yeah um stay tuned for thursday izzy is gonna be
1: yes back i will us. be here oh. on thursday yes, yes I will. awesome so we won't say goodbye to her yet uh, no nope. <laughs> you better
0: not no nope. but we appreciate you being here yeah thank and you course. so much gosh dang it was just the yeah. best to see yeah. you yeah it
1: was so good. It's um, great i needed
0: it yeah but anyway like this you guys this is such an important topic and if you're still with us at the end of this this <laughs> podcast um thank you first of all and subject. second of all like don't be afraid to tell people your shit man yeah. like it's advocate. i know it's hard
1: advocate for advocate
0: yourself. for yourself
1: it's a skill that understand, you
0: learn over time yeah understand you're worth it you're worth it you are
1: yeah and thank you so much for all of the support so far yeah our first two episodes and i've, yeah. I've uh, I've been managing our uh, social media. And so I've been telling Lindsay everything that everyone said to me and we just appreciate it so much. Yeah.
0: Thank you guys um, for being supportive.
1: Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your dog, share, share, share it, please anywhere. And give us, we're um, on
0: Instagram or on Facebook. Yeah.
1: Send, send in on our Instagram, some topics that you guys would like to hear. Yeah. Um, because we have some in mind, but we obviously want to, um, we you want to do, do what you, what you what guys you to want do. to do,
0: yeah. We also <laughs> have an email. You. We do. Um, you can you can catch us at laughter 21 at gmail.com. Okay. If you have questions that you don't want to put on social media or yeah. topics you don't want to put on social media or, like, even if you just want to talk to us one-on-one um, about some shit you've gone through or whatever it is, just let us know. Yeah, we're, we're on it. We are, and we'll
1: put the the name of our email on the um, the notes for this episode. Um, And you can also direct message the um, the Learning Through Laughter Instagram too if you want to be private. Yep.
0: Cool.
1: Well, I think we're going to make
0: our Facebook page for Learning Through Laughter. So look for that.
1: That's going to happen coming up this week. So. But yeah.
2: Uh, (laughs) 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 Look at you guys.
0: (laughs) Um, Izzy, thank you so much thank for joining us welcome. and Pre, thank you so much for joining us on Thursday. Yes,
2: thank you. Um, You're
3: so
0: welcome. this was a great, this was great. Thank
2: you I'm for having so me. I'm so
0: glad that, that we're doing this this thank week. Me
2: too. Right, too.
0: Yeah. All right, kids. Well, thank you so much for joining us and, and, and don't forget learning not required, but laughing is always. smile at a stranger this week. You never know how it to dog. change someone's life.
2: Don't forget crafting. Craft. don't forget
0: to craft <laughs> crying, <laughs> crying and laughing
3: it's good for the soul mm-hmm. alright guys we'll catch you in a couple days
0: see you
2: Thursday
3: nah.